Hello out there and welcome. Once again, this is our fifth uh, edition of the Corner Talk podcast. And I am your host, Noe Diaz, with Joanna Reyes. Hello, everybody. Hello, welcome back. Thank you. Yes, it's been another week uh, that you were gone last week, but you were, you're back, so it's always good to have you. Thank you. Yes, and we have a guest today, so without further ado... We are introducing <laughs> the queen. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so tell us. Uh, What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? <laughs> My name's Lisa. Oh, okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah, we just want to. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was great. <laughs> we have uh, Lisa Campos uh, here. Hi. Uh, guest here that we finally have with us, so uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your prayers. Yeah, thank you. I mean, uh, last week uh, we shifted gears, so don't worry. We, we had a backup plan in case, you know, obviously you didn't come, so. But it's good to have you with us. Uh, how, so the ride, how, how was it? Was it stressful? Did you have any, ra you know, road rage? Or no, <laughs> there was just too much traffic, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> it uh, was, yeah. Southern Just a lot of traffic, but... Southern California. Mm -hmm. That's what it's like. <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> Los it. Angeles, yes. You got road rage on the freeways, and you have cameras. Don't say it. You've got cameras. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, now they're adding more cameras these days, so now <laughs> I'm trying to find different ways to get to the He's stuff. writing a petition, so he needs at least 100,000 signatures. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, what, actually, actually, there is a petition. There is, there does exist a petition out there. Uh, but I, I have to do some research on that. I have to find it. There's a petition, I believe it's called uh, petitions.org or somewhere, somewhere, I don't know, where you could make up your own petition and try to hook up, uh, accumulate enough you are hilarious. Yeah, no, I'm serious. We need to talk after this, Noe. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is actually a place on a, a website where they have actually, you submit your own request of petition and you try to get people to, uh, you know. I'm sure there's somebody them. that goes on there all day long and just signs every single petition. Well, there are thousands of petitions. Seriously. So, I mean, I've, I, some of them are bizarre, you know. Okay. They're just those hilarious petitions. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you, look, um, you look it up and there's only one person enrolled in that. <laughs> petition. I'm like, why do you even have it online, you know? Hey. <laughs> okay, so anyways, today um, uh, we finally have our guest, so we are going to talk uh, about our third and final part of our uh, series called uh, Being Involved in Your Faith. Uh, last week we had to shift gears, you know, because she wasn't here. Uh, but today we're going to complete our final part, and basically we're going to talk about, we're, we're, she's going to uh, talk about her testimony and how she got herself involved in her faith. <clears throat> so uh, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, we look forward to hearing uh, what you have to uh, to provide for our youth audience. Uh, before we do that, though, um, before we do that, we have to go to our church announcements. Yes, we cannot forget that. We have our church breaking news and updates, so we are going to go over them with you at this moment in time. <laughs> So this is what hap is happening today, this week, actually. Um, October. Why are you laughing, Joanna? <laughs> okay, she has this deal with me saying, uh, all the time. <laughs> if you guys have a problem with that, 
email us. <laughs> this is why we have our email. <laughs> I know I'm always like, uh, you know, but this is the way I talk. <laughs> so, quit, you know, <laughs> quit your clowning. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, church updates. Uh, yes. See, I did it again. We have our after-school tutoring program. Um, for those of you, 3.30 to 5, give us more info on that, join us, since you're involved with it. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> well, we have, we're, we're getting together Mondays and Tuesdays from 3.30 to 5. Yes. And we have Jesse Austin from Rolling Hills. Okay. Also, um, Ronnie Rinkovich also coming down to help us out, which is awesome. They're, like, really cool. They come down and help us. But we pretty much are helping grades like 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th with their homework. So any volunteers would be really cool. We just kind of come and hang out with the kids and um, kind of just share with them like the love of Jesus. Um, kind of in, in a sense of just being there for them. And I mean, we, we minister to them, but more of being friends to them because they just, they're just going through so much. And we don't realize that, you know, being, I, I, I know we went through when we were younger, but I think sometimes we forget. So, you know, just inviting you guys to come and hang out with us Mondays and Tuesdays, um, 3.30 to 5. This is free or? Oh, totally free. Totally free. Um, If you have any family that, you know, that needs help with their homework or just wants to hang out, we've got games, we've got snacks, and we've got tutoring. So it's really cool. You know that sometimes you like go to a tutoring program, okay, how much I got to pay? No, it's totally (laughs) free. Everybody that comes volunteers their time. I got to pay, I'll just find somewhere else. No, no, yeah, (laughs) no, no. We got really fun games especially, and stuff. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, especially with the state of the economy, you know, everybody's trying to hold on to their money. You know, everybody's trying to get out of the bank. You know, I want to be safe with my investments. You know, next thing you want to go, the bank goes broke. You know. But well, you can count on free tutoring. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah. no worries. Free tutoring out there. Three thirty to five thirty Monday. Three thirty to five. Three thirty five with thirty seconds. <laughs> All right. So another thing, we got a cabin trip update. Um, so this is the deal. Apparently the cabin that we are scheduled to go to in January can only accommodate up to 15 people. Is that correct? The second floor, because we don't have the first floor floor available. Okay. So the deal is that only the people that are most involved will be able to attend, um, in our, in, in, in our church. So for those of you that really want to go, we want to encourage you to, can do to continuously be involved in our church help out with activities so that it will help you um we don't know who yet is going to actually go because we still have a, a long way to go but uh, that's the update regarding that another thing we want to let you know very important october 20 mark the calendar our uh, october 20 is the last day to register to vote um do it yes <laughs> Get out there. <laughs> if you have not done it, you need to do it because if you don't, unfortunately, your voice will not be heard. You know, also, if you've changed your last name, like I recently, well, I recently changed my last name, and you've got a new address, if you've got some new updated information, you have to register again. So just because, like, I registered, like, years ago, if you have any updated information, register again. Thank you. I wonder if there's an age limit for that. Age limit? Actually, I registered when I was 17. <laughs> as long as you're going to be 18 by the time you vote, which no. is, I mean, next month, right? No, but I'm saying, like, what, what's the, the maximum age limit you could be? I, I, I don't know about you, but, I, you know, I, I was uh. explaining to Joanna earlier that there's, there's this none. 
she's 107 years old. And I, apparently, I guess she wanted to register uh, or re-register. Uh, and when she tried to do that, uh, to fill in her birth date, the, the little scroll bar on the Internet only went up to a certain date, Year. like 1905. <laughs> so she was wondering, how am I going to be able to register? <laughs> how funny. So, uh, you know, it's funny. I was wondering, oh, she, she finally able to, uh, was able to do it, but I don't know what, through what method. But, uh, yeah, yeah I don't think we have that problem right now with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we still got we'll get there one day. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get all wrinkly up, you know. <laughs> all right, um, and then we got the uh, presidential debate that we had yesterday. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the debate yesterday. I'm watching it. And I don't know many of the, those of you who have DVR'd it, you know, recorded it onto tape or anything like that. But I, uh, I just want to stress you guys that you do your research so that you guys can honestly vote, you know, for the right candidate. Um, because, uh, I, you know, I'm just watching this debate and I'm just laughing, you know, because they're just taking jabs at one another. <laughs> it's, 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 it's become like almost personal. I'm, I'm listening to the debate yesterday and... One of the things that, uh, well, two of the things that they, they often talk about is Joe the Plumber. I don't know if you're Joe, right. the, Joe, plumber. The, Joe the Plumber. Good old Joe Plumber. <laughs> He's become really famous over those 23 times that he was mentioned yesterday in the presidential debate. So I'm pretty sure uh, they'll be interviewing him a lot. <laughs> and uh, it's funny that he's like the person like right caught in, right in the middle between their little, you know, little discussion there you know jabbering one uh, one another and john mccain is constantly he's trying to uh assess the fact that he's not uh in any way affiliated with the bush administration he's he's clearly saying okay uh well, barack <coughs> obama is always talking about <laughs> the mm -hmm. same policies the bush policies and and what if john mccain is go is going to be president he's going to have Four, eight more years of Bush policies. So John is telling him, well, I'm not George Bush. Mm -hmm. If you want to go against George Bush, you should have ran four years ago. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so that was, that was funny, just hearing all that. And, and Barack is just like smiling, you know. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. So, you know, do your research out there and vote for the, for, you know, uh, for the right candidate. Don't just, don't, uh, I mean, you can listen to people's opinion. But do the research yourself. Become educated, and and go go online, you know, um, and and do the research. You know, basically that's that's all I can really really, really say. Cool. So do it, like Joanna said. Do it. Yes. And lastly, we have prayer requests. Uh, this is for all the people out there that are going through the horrendous wildfires. Uh, in Porter Ranch, mm. I'm, I, I believe it's still going on, rampant mm. out there. From what I believe, it was some guy, or some old guy that dropped a cigarette. Mm. So that is just, you know, be responsible out there, people. If, you know, because right now with the, with with the climate and the Santa Ana winds, anything is possible. Um, we got the phone ringing. I don't know if that's. <laughs> well, by the way, we do have a phone line soon for you people that want to call in, but I don't believe we ever announced phone calls for today. So we'll just <laughs> we'll just leave that alone for now. 
but we'll keep you updated on phone calls. So anyways, uh, that is going to be it for our church updates right now. So let's talk about what we are going to talk about today, and that is why Lisa is here. Uh, so once again, we want to thank you. We want to welcome you uh, to the show. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, just don't, don't, don't feel intimidated by the mic. It's not going to okay. hurt you. Okay? <laughs> yeah, the mic that's directly in front of your face. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to poke you or anything. So, so tell us a little bit uh, about, about yourself. Uh, what do you do? What, what ministry are you involved with? Okay, well, I'm currently a youth leader at a church. Um, it's Church of God in Hollywood. Well, it used to be in Hollywood. Now it's in downtown. <laughs> um, yeah, but we still have that name, Hollywood Church of God. <laughs> I, I, always, I always wonder, why is it called Church of God in Hollywood <laughs> if it's not even in Hollywood? <laughs> Just because um, a lot of our churches from our district, we go according to... Um, the name of the city. Mm -hmm. So, like, if there was a Church of God um, here in S Southgate, it'll be Southgate Church of God. So, we started in Hollywood, and mm. now we're in downtown, but our name is still Hollywood Church of God. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm also studying right now, um, just ministerial um, studies. I'm planning to major in theology and psychology. Wow. So, right now, I'm going to a Bible Institute in Puente. Um, this is my second year there. Wow, that's mm -hmm. interesting. How do you like it there? It's it's really really good. Really? Um, yeah, it's really good. I've always wanted to study at a at a Bible institute, you know, just to get deeper into the Word of God, and um, being there has just helped me to grow a lot, like spiritually and everything. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So you have two years. How much how, how much time you? you it's I'm doing a three year program, so. Next year, I will be graduating from there with a, just, a, just a certificate ministerial mm, um, okay. studies. Yeah. But if I study like one more year, um, I could actually get my bachelor's. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to say. You get your bachelor's, and then yes. you could, uh, well, what, what, what's after that? <coughs> well, we have this Vanguard program, um, which is, I, I don't know if you guys have heard of Vanguard University. Yeah. Um, well, we have a program with them. We're trying to work with other universities, such as um, APU, Asusa Pacific. Yes. And um, what we could do um, is you could either go in for a two-year program, um, just do biblical studies for two years, then transfer um, to, to Vanguard. And if you get your um, general courses done, you could actually transfer as a junior. Mm. And you can major in things like um, religion, psychology, um, business. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's cool. What I'm doing right now, it's a three-year program. So yeah. after I'm, I'm finished with this, I will be going to Vanguard through the SPS program. It's a program that they offer. And I would also be going in as a junior. Yeah. Cool. Wow. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> that's cool. Nice. You, you, you work a lot with, with youth of your own age or, or with, with what particular... Um, well, right now... My youth, we we have like from high school to. We don't really have junior high. No. No, um, that would probably be like in two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't really have junior high. We have mainly high school, like um, like yeah, starting from like ninth grade, um, all the way to people um in college. Like some youth are already in college. Wow. Nice. So how what was what was one of the ways that you started getting involved with in in your in, in your faith like <coughs> you have to excuse her she Sorry. was sick last week she's trying to, she's trying to cough here i'm still kind of sick 
she was still suffering from the cold that uh, that she had like a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so what, what was one of the ways that uh, I became involved? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, um, since I was 19 was when I accepted Christ. <laughs> and I just, I don't know, I just had this like motivation in me, this, um, like I just wanted to work, you know. Um, inside the church so I began to help in the little things that maybe you know they needed help with at church um, whether it was like taking care of the kids or just you know little stuff like that um, I, I just it wasn't until a year after um, that I had converted that actually it was two years yeah that they asked me to be a youth leader and that's how I started just they asked me yeah um, oh, that's cool. How did you? How 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 was uh, how was your life before before uh, you accepted? Yeah, um, oh, it was really messed up. <laughs> wow. I mean, Joanna could. I know, mean, yeah. Ro 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 Roger, Roger's um, Joanna's <laughs> husband, Roger. Roger's wife, Joanna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he. Uh, I mean. His life was different before he, yeah, he changed. Well, yeah, my life was really, really different. Um, just from such an early age, I decided that I, I didn't want anything to do with God. I mean, my parents, I was raised in a Christian home, mm -hmm. um, but I was never really into, um, you know, going to church or, you know, all, like being involved with like the youth and everything. I was never really into that. Mm -hmm. And at such an early age, I just started, um, you know, just exploring stuff out there, like, um, like smoking or drinking. Um, but I got really seriously into it when I was in high school, um, especially when I was 17. I was actually, um, I didn't admit it at that time, but I was addicted to meth. And it just brought my life like really, really down. You were addicted to to what? <laughs> to math, to crystal. Oh, I yeah. think math. I'm like, what? Math? <laughs> yes, I I'm was like, addicted to math. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Noe, wait a minute. <laughs> That would have been a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So, um, just since then, my, my life went really down. Um, I was going through depression. Um, just so much that I felt like I, I didn't value myself. Um, I felt I had, like, no purpose or anything. And... I still kind of doubt it, you know, that God's with me or he'll hear me. I I didn't know what it what it meant to have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So think, that was before, I yeah. Think in high school is like the times where we start we, we, we want to find out our identity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a yeah, crisis a lot of us go through because we don't know um our identity in Christ, so we're trying to find it anywhere else and it just seems like everything else is like a dead end. And so that's just it gets crazy there. So I, I get that. I totally yeah, understand that. And especially when you're trying to like, trying to fit in with a clique, you know, in high school. Like, I don't know who, where, where to, who to hang out with because in, in high school, I wasn't really, uh, I wasn't really much involved in anything. I mean, I was doing, I was doing good in school, but uh, I don't really had my own little group of close friends, and so, I mean. Uh, Often throughout my first two years, I was kind of like a loner, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to lie about it, you know? <laughs> so um, it wasn't until like my third year, until like my third year, that's when I, uh, I had met Arnold and I started finally hanging out with him. And uh, sooner, I think maybe with the span of a few months, I started going to church and inviting me. So that's how I started finally, f slowly finding my identity. Like 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 uh, in, in high school, we're all trying to find out, mm -hmm. and we yes. go through that depression. So, mm -hmm. uh, but but um, so, at what age did you finally accept Christ? I accepted Christ when I was nineteen. Um, it was actually a year bef after. Um, like there was when I was eighteen. Um, I remember going to this youth service, and um, just after the preacher, um, you know, finished with her, when she finished with her sermon. Um, I just went up there to pray. I don't even remember how it happened. If if somebody invited me there, or I I don't remember how it happened. But I know that when I was 18 was the very first time where I felt okay, God is real, and He was speaking to my life, mm -hmm. and He knew more about me than I did about myself. Like in a way that I felt like I was looking in so many places to like just to like fill this emptiness in me. Mm -hmm. And I just, I wouldn't even admit that I had an emptiness in me. I just didn't know what it was that I, that I needed. Mm. I, I had no idea. So when he spoke to me on, when I was 18, I felt like, okay, God, you know me better than I know myself. You know what I need. Um, but it wasn't until a year after when I accepted Christ. That just kind of brought an awareness to me. Um, I wanted to do better. Mm. But that's when I really, really got to see that when I try to leave my old ways I just couldn't I was trying to do it on my own mm -hmm. yeah and um my when I converted it was at the age of 19 I went to this um youth camp that we go to every year mm -hmm. um from part of our our church in oh, our was district it, was it the summer camp uh yeah oh. um it's each every summer um we have a a youth camp and it's all the churches from our territory yeah, yeah. like the Cedar Crest the church camp of God camp. yeah Ah, okay. Yeah, that was a very good camp, by the way. Yeah, you it's always good. You've got to check it out. <laughs> That's where I got saved. <laughs> For more information, please. www. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, it was kind of kind of funny or kind of weird um, how I gave my life to God. I was so stubborn. I had a lot of pride. And I remember telling God, um, I went to that camp, and I remember... Because I remember, like, just seeing everybody in other camps just, like, praying, worshiping God, and I never did any of that. Mm -hmm. So when I went that year, it was 2005, I, I went because I wanted God to do something. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember the first night, Thursday, nothing happened. <laughs> Friday, nothing happened. So then I just, like, in my mind, throughout the whole camp, I was, like, praying. I, I was saying, Lord, if you really love me if you really want to do something in my life then then do it mm -hmm. and i even told him on saturday i'm like i know this is the last night <laughs> um <laughs> yeah something. i'm like do, do something, something. do something immediately <laughs> you know yeah and i i, I honestly said i told him um what was that he's like talking to you i cannot accept that course of action <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> scary no. No. So, excuse me wow. yeah um, I told God I said 
I'm not going to go up there and pray. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to, you know, do all this stuff that everybody's doing, like raising their hands. I'm like, Lord, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to touch my heart. And that's that. And I woke up like, well, that day, throughout the whole day, my heart was just beating like really fast. And um, I remember I was in service. The preaching was over. I don't even remember what they preached about, like, honestly. Yeah, I was sitting all the way in the back. um, And some people were praying in the front. The preacher was saying something like, okay, um, God's going to put someone in your heart, and you're going to go talk to that person. And I have this friend, Gabby, who she was up there. um, I had met her that year. She was up there praying, and um, right when they said that, she just came straight at me, and I was like, okay, (laughs) this girl needs to talk to me. (laughs) Um, She just started talking to me. It was God um, speaking through her, and wow, um, that just, like, made me drop to my knees, and I just gave my life to God that day. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. That was on the third day. That was on the third day. <laughs> God, do something in me, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, something about the third day. I mean, it, I know. <laughs> I, I, I remember the third day uh, was at the camp that, that we went to. Uh, no, wait. No, actually, no, it was the second day. Yeah, and, and then the third day. Uh, I, w- I wish you would have been there. But, man, it was, it was, I, I can't even, words cannot even explain how God moved that, lo- those, those days at the camp. But, uh uh i told i told the guys uh, in the church and the youth uh when i came back you guys have got to go <laughs> i mean just just sacrifice one fourth of july weekend <laughs> you know <laughs> and you you will come back uh changed you know if you let if you let him uh uh you know work work in you you know yeah cuz uh i remember the, the first time i ever went to a camp i was uh trying to like hold back you know, especially especially when you're you're like a spectator, you're just like looking around. You know, like all these people are praying, they're all in it, and you're and you feel like you kind of like you're out of it. You know, so you're like trying to talk to the people. You know, and you just gotta like learn to uh, just let God work in you. You know, mm-hmm. let, give it give it all to Him and let Him uh, transform you. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, so question what was your transition like after having received the lord and just you know how you said you had like some problems with drugs and stuff was it something like it just took you a while a little while a little while well yeah actually um six months before i accepted christ i had actually um stopped using drugs um even though i hadn't made it you know like like really really given everything to god Mm -hmm. Um, me trying to stay clean, I would actually, yeah, I would pray. I would tell mm-hmm. God, um, just help me. And mm-hmm. It was just really, really hard because those days that I was like completely sober, it meant that I would just stay home and not do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. that's that's what it was. And I still, I needed something. I needed something to pick me up. I needed something, you know, to just restore me. And I already had. I was sober for six months before I accepted Christ. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Was it like a slow process? Like when when you accepted uh, Jesus, was it like a a slow process? Like slowly changing little by little, or yeah. Well, I know there was a change in me, like drastically, like right there and right yeah, there. Because you know, yeah, there's right there and then. So different people like react. Like some people change like radically. You know, like completely. They're like 
night and day. Yeah, yeah. it's like they changed overnight, you know? Well, and then those yeah, it was kind of like that with me because um, it was like this new thing that I never Same. knew, you know? Like, it was, like, really cool. But um, after a while, yeah, like, like as far as, like, bad habits that I had, those were, they took time, mm-hmm. yeah, to, mm-hmm. for me to um, change. But um, in me, there was already a desire. Okay, this is, this is, you know, Jesus who I really want to serve. I, you know, like I knew this is who I wanted to live for. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that. Mm. And I knew that my life wasn't going to be the same. But, um, you know, the first months you're just really excited and everything. And then difficult moments come. And your that's character what, comes that's out. That's when yeah. you're actually <laughs> tested. And, yeah. Yeah. and then yes. that took a while. Um, just a lot of things my character or attitude <laughs> you're like <waiting>. no <laughs> you're, you're like you're like waiting for answers on certain like situations happening you know and you're like you're praying and praying you know <laughs> and then you don't get that prayer answered so you got to keep waiting and you're you know there are those people that complain you know yeah like why isn't my prayer you know being answered or anything like that you know if things don't go your way just keep complaining until your dreams come true so, you know. I was waiting for a sound effect. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> so uh, there's, you know, there's there's people that you know that that'll complain, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, you, you gotta let God work in you so that your, you know, and your patience is tested there. Yes. There, there are people that are just like, like, all right, God, I'll help you out, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let me <laughs> try. You try to help, you know, help God, and so you want to take control of things your own way, and then things don't go the way you plan mm-hmm. because. You know, you didn't let God work in you. You know, something I noticed that with my walk with the Lord is um, things that I struggled with when I was when I was younger. I would always tell the Lord, "Man, Lord, why can't I just you know, just you know, totally bypass all this and just have come to know you with all my baggage?" But do you notice now that you're a leader that you could really relate to the kids, yeah. kids that are like where you're at, where you were at at this very moment? They're there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Um, you know, God works in such an awesome way that um, you know, those things that do happen to us mm-hmm. are necessary, you know, for us to learn and and yeah, relate to mm-hmm. the youth, relate to other people. Um, you know, one thing that I've learned throughout this year that um I've felt like this year was my first year being a youth leader, so I felt like God has done a lot in me. Yeah. A lot of work, a lot of molding and Something that I've learned is that sometimes we try to have compassion for people, but we really don't because we just don't understand them. Mm-hmm. And when you allow God to just uh, mold your heart, mold your heart into like His, you know, it takes um, stuff like that. Like your heart needs to be broken. It needs to. You need to um, go through stuff to mm-hmm. come to have that compassion and love for others. Mm-hmm. What 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 are uh, what are some of the challenges, you know, being a youth leader? When you because when you're, you're, it's like you're stepping up to the plate. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> it's like, okay, this is what I got to do. This is, gonna, this is gonna be, I know it's gonna be tough, but mm-hmm. there, these are those things that you got to face when you're a youth leader. Like the, the, the maybe it's pressure. Yeah. To be the example. There, you know? yeah. There's a lot of pressure, um, and also you got to learn how to take criticism <laughs> there's oh, a yes. lot of criticism <laughs> um another thing is when is 
like one of the major You're challenges. You're obviously having a bad hair day. No, no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah, is that kind of criticism you gotta take? You don't look good today. <laughs> wow, you offended me, Noe. <laughs> no. Two points for you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of criticism. Technical difficulties, people. That's the wrong sound bite. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's also, like, sometimes you need to realize that um, as a youth leader, sometimes you try to organize things, like, really good, Mm -hmm. that a lot, you um, tend to really, like, care about what people are seeing. And, like, one of my biggest challenges is just, you know, just keep your eyes on God. And no matter if, like, what people might say or people might want you to do a certain thing instead of doing it the way that you were planning to do it, you just need to be led by God. And another challenge is just, right now as a youth leader, is just, there's so much, um, I don't know if it's, if I could say like competition, well, like mm-hmm. the youth, like what they're being influenced at, like with at school and everything, mm-hmm. and then just trying to get them to have this relationship with God. That's a big challenge. Really? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's different challenges that we face. Like as us youth leaders, mm-hmm. Uh, it it could seem overwhelming at times because you have such a lot of you have a lot of youth that 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 uh, may or may not know a whole lot about God, and so they're 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 constantly looking up to you for that you know guidance because they always have questions you know mm-hmm. they're always looking up to you for uh, for wisdom you know. Where you know where in the Bible does it say this, or where in the Bible does it say that? You know, is this right or is this wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, there are those challenges that we, as youth leaders, uh, we we have the pressure that we, you know we gotta answer them. You know, I think also aside from um, just having the pressure of just people always keeping their eye on you, seeing if you're stepping the right stepping the right way or not. Another thing is that you know you also when you're dealing with a lot of youth, it's like there's a spot in your heart that when you see that they're doing great, you're just like, you're elated. You're so excited for them. But then you kind of see that they're kind of like not, you know, going the way you're just, then it breaks your heart. It totally breaks your heart. And that's like, in a sense, it's a burden, not not a not a bad burden, but it's a good burden because you care enough for them to say, oh my God, oh, this hurts. I'm just so sad to see this. And um, that's, I mean, Aside from just always having the eye, I mean, that's mm. that's a big that's a big thing. The eye, the eye. Yeah. And then, I mean, you personally, you know where you are with your own walk, and you're just like, I want them to get there one day. I want them to be there one day. And then so you kind of see their 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 steps are kind of like not going there, and you're just like, you're almost there. You're almost there. Yeah. But then you know we have to remember that we were the exact way. You yeah. know. Yeah. In my walk, I know that it took, I took one step forward, five steps back, but you know, I'm where I'm at now, having taken a lot of steps back. So for me, I'm just like, you know what, hey, you know what, this is exactly what I did when I was like probably their age and just keep praying for them. I keep praying yeah. for them knowing that one day, you know, that the Lord will really just grab a hold of their heart and they'll just, you know, when you, when you yeah. fall, you got to get right back up, you know, That's right. I'm waiting for a sound effect. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay, we're going to no. actually, well, I'll give you a sound effect right now, but we're actually going to go to a break right now. So uh, we'll be right back. We're going to, we're talking about how to be involved in your faith, our third and final part. 
and uh, we'll be right back here the Corner Talk podcast from New Life Building On to the Corner Talk podcast here, uh, New Life Covenant Church, and we're talking about how to be involved in your faith, our third and final part of our mini-series. Um, so we're talking about right now, uh, we're with Lisa Campos, she is the youth leader at Church of God in Hollywood, even though it's not in Hollywood, <laughs> <laughs> it's in downtown LA. Hey, it's hard to change the name, so I like Hollywood better. That's it's a better called name. the Church of God downtown LA, you know, <laughs> representing all of the skyscrapers and the busy traffic out there, there and go. don't forget the cameras. You know? oh, here we go. <laughs> so we were, uh, j- before we went on a break, we were talking about uh, the challenges of being a youth leader. Now... I know that all youth are different. We got a crazy bunch of youth in our in our own church, you know. And but I we love that the, we love way. them all. We love them all you very know, much. Yeah, yeah. We yes, mean you, that in you a good way. <laughs> uh, but there's different youth. How is your uh, particular youth group at church? Are they are they quiet? Are they shy? Are they like wild? Are they crazy? Or do you feel <laughs> like just like wrestling them, or uh, how how are they? Okay, we have a lot of shy ones. <laughs> really? We have a um, wild bunch. <laughs> we no, we have a lot of, um, well, especially right now, the girls that are in high school, I think they're the most difficult to work with right now. <laughs> Just because of everything, you know, boys. their personalities. Uh. Yeah, boys. Um, so there's a lot of um, that. And, yeah, we have a lot of youth that um, are more... Not not really that crazy, <laughs> but a lot of them have um, they've grown up in a in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. So right now, just like something that I like want them to see is that it isn't just about coming to church; it's yeah. about having a relationship with God. So that's something that I like work with them. Yeah. yeah. Right, do, you, do you do you slowly teach them like how to how to, how to like work together? You know, in activities. Like, hey, we're doing this event. Do they do, like, you know, like... Yeah, we try, to, um, we try to get together. Like, when we're having an outreach um, event in November. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, November 29 or 30, I believe. Or you don't know yet? Um, well, it's going to be either the 28th or the 29th. Oh, um, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. It's, a, it's a Friday or, or Saturday. Um, we're, we're still working on the dates for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like... And stuff like that, um, we really want them, we get them together. So hopefully that um, they could all be a part of it and they could all participate in it. Um, we have uh, youth services. I try to get, like, you know, everybody to have a, a part. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's, um, you know, just an icebreaker, some games, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how, I'm sorry, how important is it as a leader for your people to be involved with you? It's very important. Talk, talk to us out there in uh, Radio <laughs> Land. How important is it for, yes. for people to get involved and help you out and just to really? Well, it's, it's really important. Um, one thing is that, you know, sometimes people look at me, okay, I'm a leader, so I should have everything under control or I should do this, you know. Mm-hmm. But really, I, I am in need of, of my youth supporting me as mm-hmm. well. And just seeing them involved and seeing them, like, put in their ideas and 
like you know just work together is really really necessary it encourages me um and it's just that you know like like i could be a help to them and they could be a help to me and it's really mm -hmm. necessary mm -hmm. it really is yeah because you feel like they're getting you know you're getting that support yeah you know, from your own youth it, mm -hmm. it, it encourages one another mm -hmm. really and uh you know the i think uh there's nothing more important to be in the body of Christ, you need to have that support and encouragement as as brothers and sisters. Yeah. You know? But what uh, what I I was actually pondering a question because uh, I know you me mentioned it a, little, a, little, a few minutes ago uh, when you became a youth leader. How did you feel at that time? Uh, did you were you mentally, spiritually, or were you? Ready. Did you feel re you know, ready <laughs> yeah. to handle that job, or was well, it something that's thrown at you? I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh man, how, how, how am I going to do this, you know? <laughs> yeah, did you go with, like, fear, like, downing yourself, or were you like, oh, I'm ready for this? Well, How's okay, <laughs> um, I was actually the vice um, youth leader before I became the leader. The vice? Yeah, the vice president. Oh, the, oh. Yeah, um, so when they asked me for that, um... I was like, yeah, I'm ready. I want to do this. I want to work with the youth. And I was so excited. Um, it was really hard, though. Yeah. <laughs> I came in with, like, a mentality, like, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to, you know. People are going to work for me. <laughs> you know? And it was really hard. Um, but, you know, it was really hard. But towards the end, um, I guess the youth leader that was at that time, she just kind of, I don't know if she was since we started school at Bible Institute and we were living in there, mm -hmm. it was kind of hard to still be really active at church. Mm -hmm. And I just saw the way she was struggling. And I'm like, if I'm the leader next year, I'm going to struggle. Uh, I'm like, I, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm just helping her right now, but I'm not really the leader yet. So when they asked me in the beginning of this year, yeah, I did feel like it was just going to be too much for me. Yeah. I, and I felt like I wouldn't be able to do it. And I was just... <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, times five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I had to do a lot of prayer. And even, even though I knew, you know, God was telling me, this is where I want you. Because he did tell me, you know, this is where I want you. I was still like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and this is going to be too hard. Like, I, I found it really hard to just manage my time, being, living, um, they're at the Bible Institute because we have so many events and stuff going on there. Um, you know, it's like each morning you got to wake up at 7. Then we have devotional. And then um, you have to do, like, work. It's called servant leadership. So you don't get paid for it. <laughs> oh, how fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And it's just so many things. Um, it, it was really cool, though, because being there um, opens doors to your ministry. Um mm -hmm. You know, I got invited to preach and at different churches and everything. Oh, wow. But then all that and just being really active at church, I was like, I don't know if I could do all this. It's just yeah. it's too much. And um, God has really helped me, and He's allowed me to see that strength that I didn't think I had in me. Wow, you know, so it's you, His strength you in you me. You actually preached. You, yeah. You preached and wow. Yeah. That's that that for, for, for some for some people that you'll go up there in front and like they have that fear of people. Uh, looking uh, at uh, them, uh, hi there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, yes, yeah, I remember the first time I preached, I was 
sweating butterflies all over me. You know, I'm like, <laughs> butterflies. Yeah. You have a sound effect for that? Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> have butterflies. Wings. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm talking in front of the you know people, and it's like they're just staring at you. You know, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I'm like, like, why are they looking at me like with the eye? You know, <laughs> so, and they're all quiet. So it's like. <laughs> Or like Roger when he went to preach in Spanish, you know that's not his first language, and he's trying to say open the book of James. He's like, "Por favor, abre el libro de Jaime, al capítulo Jaime." Hello, James. It's like Santiago, Santiago. Like, are you reading from uh, another Bible? Yeah, they're like, the "What Bible are you reading from, brother?" Al libro de Jaime. The uh, apocrypha or whatever, whatever it's called, the uh, the one that the uh, the Catholic Bible has. Hey, hey, you never know. They have those other uh, libro de sabiduría, and I don't know what all these other ones. It was not wisdom. Mac- <laughs> Let me tell you, Mac- Maccabees. I don't know. So wow, interesting. So uh, so tell tell us about a little about what you do right now at the Bible Institute. You said you you mentioned some of these programs you're involved with. Uh, I know you're involved with the missionary. Work. Yeah, um, tell yeah. about that. Um, well, we have different mission groups. Right now, I'm working with the USA Mission Group. Um, usually, people don't want to get involved with that because they're like, we're in USA, that's not missions. Right. But, you know, really, um, there is a great necessity here in the United States. And um, we do have a lot of missionary corporations like um, Gomina, you know, WAC, um, that our school, we do, our group, um, we try to fundraise to help those um those you know those corporations we donate money um there's missionaries who are their home is here but sometimes you know they they leave the country so we help them there's um, there's some that have left for several years mm-hmm. and they come back and coming back is just it's really hard to mm-hmm. just get adjust. settled yeah and adjust so what we do is we we support them we help them and um there's other maybe groups like teen outreach, like you know, or that we help out with donations, yeah. and um, so we work in just fundraising, fundraising, much. yeah, and praying for them. What are, what are some of the ways that you, like food sales, cookies? Things yeah, like that, we have or? like bake sales. Um, we also we sometimes go to churches and we present stuff um like we do we have like a powerpoint presentation of just like the necessities in the united states and just give them an ex- like just explain to them what we do and then ask for an offering so that's one of our options is go to church present the need and and ask for an offering and also um just like selling stuff um, if there's a holiday, we try to sell something during the holidays. Tamales. Thank you, Hermana Chayo. <laughs> um, we also <laughs> have... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we also have um, a missionary day. That's during the spring um, semester. Mm. Where it's just... Um, we invite many churches, different, you know, just people to come to our school. Um, we... Each missionary group sets up their own stand, and we just sell stuff, and it's just like a service for, you know, it's a missionary service, <laughs> yeah. pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's that's cool. That's cool. Um, well, I don't really have a, what, so what can you tell our youth out there that are listening? Uh, they're, that they're still trying to find a way how to get involved in their, in their church, or even if they're not a member of their congregation, uh, 
what 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 advice ideas can you offer them so that they just you know maybe they don't know how to get started um they want to get them, themselves involved in their faith how would how would you, what would you say to all those guys yeah um well going back to how i started um you know the main and most important thing is your relationship with god um you know just try to grow you know deeper um like, try to have that close relationship with god and um i know that it's god who guides you who puts those desires in your heart like um like when i started for example i really i was like okay what talents do i have i don't know how to sing i can't play any instrument like i really didn't know what talents do i have how can i serve so one thing was that i just when i just began to seek god more God began to put stuff in my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, you know, like, help out in this, you know, why don't you do this? And it starts with service, you know? Yeah. Just being a servant. Um, when people need help, be there. Um, wherever you see that, maybe the church, you know, needs a little help with. Um, you know, just be willing to serve. Mm-hmm. Have an open heart. And, you know, little by little, God will just move you up, you know. He'll um, open doors to your ministry. You'll begin to discover your your real talents like what god has given you and um that's pretty much it you know just be humble um be a servant that's that's number one because everything that you will do in church it would be you know just your service to god yeah so you got to be a servant and um just seek god and and let him let his desires become your desires and um yeah don't hesitate like you know, to ask your youth leader, hey, can I help with this? Or, you know, I would like to be a part of this. Yeah. And, you know, if 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 you feel like, you know, I want to do this, but, um, you know, the our youth leader hasn't asked us yet to do it, you know, don't hesitate to go up to your youth leader and just talk talk to him and, and yeah. you know, tell him how you feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's usually the best way to do it. Just if you feel, feel the need to talk to somebody, um, for example, in your church, there's there's Lisa. You can talk to her. You know, in our church, there's there's us. You know, Joanna, Roger, our, our youth pastor, um, our also our pastor. Uh, we're here for you. You know, there's Raynette. So there's always somewhere to, you can go up to to you know to so if you want to get involved, um, ask. You know, and, and that's the best way to do. You know. Um, you you can also you, know, you can observe but you know it's ultimately up to you to decide okay i want to do something you know and it, it it doesn't even have to be being up in the stage you know i had a friend of mine a long time ago she she went up to me and she she really didn't know how you know what her purpose was you know what do i do i mean i'm just i'm, I'm going to church you know i love the worship you know i love the preachings but i don't feel called for anything like you sure you know and so i kind of helped her out and she soon came to realize that she loves uh greeting people you know and as a, you know so usher work in a way is also your serve your mm-hmm. it's service to god you know mm-hmm. because you you're welcoming the people you're encouraging them you know hi how are you doing um so uh, that's another form of of, of service to god mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, that's that's that's. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Uh, if not, 
you know, we definitely want to thank you for, for joining us today uh, and uh, just sharing a little bit about, you know, who you are, what, what, what you work and, uh, and uh, your testimony because I, to be honest, I've never heard your testimony and I was yeah. like, wow, <laughs> you know, I had no idea you had this, this, this old life, you know, before <laughs> you, you met the Lord. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming down and, and sharing with us. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that for those of you who are listening out there, if you have not heard her, her story, now you have. Uh, so uh, you know, it should, I should be a, an, ins an, uh, an, an ins inspiration for those, you know, those that uh, that are se seeking God and finding out a way to be involved. So, without further ado. Um, that's pretty much going to be it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That is your final comment, Joanna. That is it. That is it. Ya se acabó. Okay. Este, esta es la última parte. This is the last part of our uh, How to Be Involved in Your Faith. We want to thank our guests. Uh, these past couple of weeks, Lisa Campos, uh, Chris Myers, a few mm -hmm. weeks ago. Um, so if you guys have any questions, comments, uh, email us. We want to hear your feedback. Oh, hey, so next week, are we going to have the phone up so people can make calls? We look, uh, we, you know what, we're going to give it a shot. Uh, we don't know how it's going to work, but we do have our phone hooked up here. It has a speaker phone, so. Yes. So if you feel you want, if you want to call in, we're, next week we're going we're gonna to talk about the propositions. We have the election coming up in two weeks, people. So what we're going to do is the next two weeks we're going to if you guys are not informed yet on to know what these propositions mean uh now you will have a chance to be better informed because me and John are going to be going over that with you so you guys can understand what they are and you know when you vote you're not clueless on to what you're voting for you know there's nothing worse than voting for something you have no <laughs> knowledge of you know, it's like, okay, Proposition 6. Yes, no, no, uh, no, yes, right. yes, no, no. Mini, 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 mo, no, you know? <laughs> exactly. You know, that's just causing damage. You, you, don't, you don't even know what you're voting in. <coughs> and uh, I'll be honest, I used to do that. Don't do what Noe, I do. Noe, we got to talk. <laughs> that was before I met the Lord. <laughs> so, uh, no, please, uh, tune in if you don't know. Um, we're going to give you props 1 through 6 rundown next week. And then the following week, we're going to go through props 7 through 12. That should cover all the propositions that are on the election ballot. Uh, we're not going to go over too much on the presidential because, you know, you guys have seen them in debates, in the news. But some of these propositions that you're not aware of, we're going to go over them so you can be informed. Okay? So uh, stay tuned. Email us at cornertalkpodcast at yahoo.com. That's cornertalkpodcast at yahoo.com. Send us any questions you have over these propositions. You can call us uh, next week. We'll give you the number. It's one three one. Area code three one zero eight four seven seventy four twenty two. We'll be here. At Slower around. is three one zero. Yes. Eight four seven seven four two two. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that for those of you that are in the South Bay area. It should be of no charge, you know. So uh, it's uh, where we'll have the, the line open here. From what time to what time? Uh, we will be here approximately 4.30 to around 5.30, okay. 6 at most. Uh, but, yeah, four, 4 to 6 will be a good time slot for you guys to call in if you have any questions on any of these propositions. Okay, so remember, 
props one through six next week okay so for uh lisa i want to thank you thank once you. again uh for joanna thank you thank i you am much. no ideas and you we thank you for tuning in once again to the corner talk podcast here in new life covenant church and we will see you uh next week all right goodbye everybody